It is Wander time in Tampa, baby. And t- Daily Dingers is back today as Wander Franco gets set to make his major league debut. I'm Steve Armato alongside Steve Inman joining me once again on this Tuesday tradition here. Steve and Steve, Mr. Inman, how are we doing today, sir? Steve, I couldn't be any better. Tuesday, my new favorite day of the week. Get to join you on Daily Dingers, talk a little baseball. What could be better? That's right, baby. It's it. We're ready to go. And now let's, you know, let's start with the big topic. So, I mean, besides the fact that you have it's the two two teams that are fighting for first place in the AL East with the Red Sox and the Rays, it's Wander time. Wander Franco, top prospect, is up finally. They just manipulated his service time so hard to keep him for that extra year. Um, but he's up. What What are your thoughts on this? What do you What do you expect? Are you excited? What, what's up? I mean, I'm fired up for sure. Obviously, you mentioned the service time thing. That's something they're going to have to work out this offseason in that collective bargaining agreement. To me, that is the most important thing they need to fix this winter. But on a positive note, Wander Franco, number one prospect in baseball, he's been at the top of this list on every list, right, for like two years now. So it's going to be nice to see, one, him come up and see if he's ready for the show, only 20 years old. Two, maybe get somebody else at the top of that list going forward. I always love seeing the changing of the guards there, but also this is a team in Tampa that has just sorely needed a superstar, right? Like they haven't had that middle of the order bat since Longoria left. And that was now a while ago. And Longoria is obviously still hanging on, but you know, Tampa's really been missing that key guy. You look at guys like Brandon Lau and, you know, Randy Rosarino, you know, guys who, have home run power, but they're not doing a whole lot else. You know, Randy obviously has been better than Brandon Lau, but Wander Franco to me could be the total package, a 300 hitter with the steals, with the home runs. That's exactly what they need to win this uh, division. Yeah, I mean, so if if he comes up and is as advertised, I mean, that's basically like it's basically like getting a monster trade deadline piece that you plug right into your lineup, right in the middle of your order. Um, he could change the tide of that division. And right now the Rays, I believe this morning, they're plus 190, I believe, to win the AL East. I could be wrong. That might have shifted a little bit. But every team in the AL East is plus money right now. I remember at the beginning of the season, the Yankees were actually minus money. And obviously all these odds have shifted. But he could change the scope of that division because that's really the piece that that the Rays are, are really missing. I mean, now it's... It's it's tough now though. Glasnow on the Glasnow's done, so they're going to need another arm. But Wander changes the scope of this team, in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, again, this was a pitching rich team. They'll continue to be a pitching rich team with or without Glasnow, but they haven't had that offense. They haven't had that middle of the order bat. Here they do. The question is just going to be: He's a twenty year old rookie. How much do you want to put on his shoulders? Right when Mike Trout came up, he hit what like a buck ninety. You know, when when Aaron Judge came up, he hit 178 his first season, right? So these MVP guys have, you know, it's been very hit or miss whether they come up and just start crushing the baseball. But at the same time, this rookie of the year race is wide open and somebody has to claim it. And there's no reason for me to think right now that can't be him. I, I agree with you there, especially in the AL. It's not it's it's definitely wide open. And now I yeah. think so. I saw something yesterday. This is just a little bit of fun here. So Wander's 20. Right. So I believe that he has a son who's like three. Wow. So somebody put some odds on what are the odds 
of Wander actually playing baseball with his son in at the, the big MLB, league level at the big league level. I feel like you got to go plus like a hundred thousand. He'd be right? yeah. I mean, like he'd be like thirty eight if the if the kid was twenty or twenty one when he came up. He'd be like thirty eight. So we're talking. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you think we're plus? I think we're in the plus like five hundred thousand range in my opinion because you got to think right. Yeah. I know he's he's the son of a now major leaguer, but also you know only point zero 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 one percent of people who ever pick up a baseball bat play in the major leagues. So like that, he's got that working against them. But he does have the genetics working for him. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, you put down a dollar on that now. It's a nice investment for the future. If you're if you're like plus five hundred, that I don't know, man. I'm just saying, could be. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about our uh, our cryptocurrency right before this, right? And it's it's dropping like a fly. There's oh. nothing wrong with putting five bucks on something like that and being like, "Hey, that's my retirement!" Right? right. Wander Franco's son joins him in the big leagues. We're set for life. If that's if that's oh my god, if that's available on a book, I'm putting five bucks on it. I mean, I yeah. don't even know if it's going to be available. Someone put it on Twitter. We're all involved in like sports gambling, Twitter. It's it's a lot of fun. People do stuff like this all the time, but just saying it's probably a better investment right now than, than crypto. It's interesting because we've seen the wave of, you know, Tatis Jr., Vladdy Guerrero Jr., you know, Bichette, you know, all these young kids from guys we saw growing up, right? They're all coming up now, which means we're getting old for one, but also like you need those guys to come up quickly enough where the dad is still around. I know. You know like, like Griffey. So it's, that's also a wrinkle on this. So if it's plus, I mean, plus 500,000 would be probably a, an appropriate number because it's basically almost one in a million. It's yeah, very it's unlikely true. for this to happen. But at the same time, the odds are so lucrative that it gives you something to look forward to for the next 15 years. That's, that's, that's very true. And also the thing, you know, it's funny though about these kids coming up, they're all better than their dads, except for Kevin, Kevin Biggio. He seems to be, I don't know what's going on with him, but all these other guys seem to be better than their dads. So it's, it's, I mean, so it's, I guess they're just taught very well. I mean, I, you could think about it. If you, well, it's certainly high praise, right? I mean, Vlad Guerrero Sr. is a Hall of Famer. And right. we're talking about his 22-year-old son being like, yeah, he's better. And you know what? He probably is. He probably well, is at the same that's time. True. Longevity that's true. Longevity is going to be a, a factor as well. I don't know if we could say he's better yet. But right yeah, now, better. you know, Vlad has not had the season that his son is having so far. And again, that, things can change, but it's been special so far. They compared um, – last week, they compared – Vlad's Vlad Senior's MVP season with the Angels to what Vlad Jr. is doing right now, and Vlad Jr. is cr- <laughs> crushing him. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what he's doing. Can he keep it up? I don't know. But it, he was one of these like Wander Franco type guys when he came up. Like this guy's going to be a stud. Obviously, there's some growing pains. You don't come. You don't just come into. I mean. A lot of these guys, you don't just show up and just start mashing major league pitching. Like, it's hard. It's hard to play. Baseball's hard. Okay, that's like bottom line here. But these guys, after year two, three, these guys figure it out. It looks like. Yeah, I mean, as we said, it's it's very it's very hit or miss. You know, Mike Trout and Aaron Judge, we said struggled. Vlad Guerrero, you know, you mentioned he came up. He struggled badly. It's taken him two years to to become the hitter he's become now. But at the same time, there are success stories. You know, you saw what Cabrian Hayes did last year. He hit like 400. Right. He's hitting like, you know, 330 right now. 
Ronald Acuna came up and he was gangbusters right from the beginning. So you really yeah, don't know. Sense. It's it's just unbelievable. But at the same time, there's no reason not to be excited right now for Wander Franco. Absolutely. And now let's let's move to uh, the reason that we're here to give people our bets. So uh, what are you looking at today? We got our best bet. It's Tuesday, June 22nd. There's one early game, Reds Twins. I feel like that's a game to stay away from. I don't know if you're doing that, but let's go um, best bets for the day today. What do you got? Yeah. So I'm curious why you think that is uh, the one to stay away from because the Reds are actually my upset today. I really believe in what I've seen from Wade Miley. He's believe it or not been the best Red starting pitcher this season with Castillo and Gray and you, this this rotation. He looks like an all-star for the so first let's start time there. in like 12 years. Let's start there. Instead of our best bet, is that your underdog? That is my underdog today. I'm going with uh with the Reds in Minnesota. He's making us, you know, Wade Miley, as I said, is making a strong case for the all-star team. You can get him at plus 110 on points bet for the Reds to pull off this upset. I, I believe in them. I feel like every week I'm either picking the Reds or the Yankees for some reason. I don't know how those became my teams here, but here we are. It's the matchups. Listen, I listen. The reason I said that I, I stay away from it is because usually I stay away when I because I like the line for the Reds, to be honest. I do. And I like the Reds in an AL park. I just stay away from when a team like the Reds is facing a team like the Twins, who the Twins like destroy lefties. The Twins are hitting yeah. significantly better against lefties this year. And Wade Miley's been really good. Like he's been he's been very good, even this last time. But he has the I don't even know the word. I think it's the uh propensity to give up the long yeah. ball. Yeah. And when you're facing guys like Josh Donaldson and Nelson Cruz, that's why I would stay. That's why I like personally I stay away from things like that. I'm not saying it's not it to me, it's a you know, and I also like you know how I like doing stuff like this. The Reds have lost six in a row. So I yeah. like betting those yes, teams. Yes, I know. That's why I thought you'd like it. Just the, the only thing, but also on the other side too, the Twins have won five games in a row, and I don't think they're like a team that's going to rattle off six, seven, eight wins in a row. So I, so the more you're actually talking to me, the more I do like it. I'm just worried that the Twins really only hit lefties. So that's my only worry there, if you could see where I'm coming from. No, I think that makes a lot of sense there, and that's why the Reds are the underdog, right? Uh, at the same time, you know, the Twins are throwing out a guy named Bailey Ober. Yeah, yeah. Who is that? And I understand that the Twins are, you know, red hot right now. They're best part of the season, but this has been an awful team this year. They it's really have they, the most disappointing team in the American League. They have. I picked them to win. I picked them to win the Central, and I picked Kenton Mieta to win AL Cy Young. That is that ship has sailed. See you later. Someone actually had the someone actually had the cojones to offer me Kenta Maeda in my fantasy league last week for T. Oscar Hernandez, and I was like, "Don't ever send me this ever again." Like, what are you doing? This guy stinks. Well, they know you love him. Yeah, I, not anymore. After like his third start, actually, I bet on him his third start because I was like, oh, he's going to write the ship. This that he gave up like six and in two innings. I was like, all right, that's it. That was it. Done with this guy. <laughs> but yeah, so that 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 would be my only reservation. There is is that, and like the Reds, the Reds tend to hit better at home than on the road. But at the same time, they've lost six in a row. The Twins stink, and they've won five in a row. So. I might actually hop on this with you. I think you may have talked me into it. So I'm going. Uh, let's. We're going to stay underdogs here because we started with that. My underdog today. I this is um, this is because this is a Tigers line. I'm doing Tigers first five minus right. 108. So none of this makes sense to me. Even the full game line doesn't make sense to me. I know the Cardinals like really aren't that good, but the Tigers are throwing a lefty in Tariq Skubal, and 
now school has been really good over his last like four or five starts, but the Cardinals mash lefty. So this is another spot where I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I know they're throwing this guy Oviedo, but he's been a lot better of late. He doesn't have a win yet, but he's been a lot better of late. He actually pitched his best his best game his last time out and still couldn't get a win because the Cardinals bullpen blew it and the team didn't score for him. But I think in this spot, the 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 books are telling me Tigers because the first five there at minus one hundred eight, the full game there at minus one hundred four. I think that that's why I'm going with them, and also I like them that because they're at home. Um, I know like I usually I say this a lot. I usually like NL teams when they go to AL parks, but the Cardinals aren't one of those teams that like scare me when they go to an AL park. Um, just I'm going to go with I'm riding with the books because I just feel like the casual better is going to see this. They're going to take the Cardinals and I just you got to go against casual betters today. And I actually believe in this guy, Scooble. So um, I'm riding Tigers first five minus 108. Yeah, no, Scooble has been the most unheralded underdog of the story of the season, right? Like he has been the guy. He just strikes out everyone. No one seems to be noticing at all what he's been doing. No, because he plays for the Tigers. He, I was watching him in this pitcher's duel against Giolito, I think uh, on the day the White Sox unveiled those South Sider jerseys. And I'm a big Giolito guy, right? So I'm like, all right, if Giolito pitches well today, I'm watching him and buying that jersey. And he pitched pretty good. And Scooble just outdueled him, striking out every White Sox he could. And to me – this Cardinal team is not great. And I know they have Goldschmidt and Arenado, two big trades the last couple of years. Those guys have not been the MVP guys we kind of hoped they would be. Right. And there's not a whole lot else on this Cardinal team right now. 45-year-old Yadier Molina is still a very important part of this team. So Tariq Skubal, Detroit, let's go. Let's do it, baby. I mean, I just, I like, you, there's things that you wake up and you look at the lines and you're like, this is a spot. This doesn't make any sense. Like, this yeah. is where I'm going to go. So that brings us now. So we flipped it. So that's going to bring us. Let's do our best bets now. So what is your best bet for today? So it bothers me, but I keep doing this, going to the Reds and the Yankees. I'm going with the New York Yankees. Like, unfortunately, wow. today, you know, we got Garrett Cole, you know, pitching at home against the Royals. I'm going to go with the minus one and a half runs at minus 136. It's not the best line, but at the same time, I feel like it's as close to a lock as we have on the day. You know, we already got through that Garrett Cole start of, you know, what's he pitching on and stuff like that. He's being checked and – I feel like we're kind of past that now. Is just time for him to go out there and dominate? And I think this Royals team is horrible, and there's not a whole lot there. Yeah, and the the you're getting way better value at minus one and a half than the money line. The money line is like yeah. the money line is like minus two forty or something. Like yeah, that. I didn't want to touch that. So yeah, like, the, the one and a half. You got to buy it up so much. I I like that. I think you're right. I think we are past that. I don't think anybody's gonna. I mean. The Grom got checked yesterday, which was absolutely absurd to me. We'll talk about that another day. But no, let them check. I mean, it, it, if he's not doing anything and it raises any doubt, it doesn't really hold up the game. I'm, I have no problem with it. Just, yeah, just you know, I think Cole is past that point. So I think, yeah, I think that is like as close to a lock as that's that's a lock to me. The Yankees. I mean, yeah. we I feel like we do pick the Yankees like every time you're on because maybe because we're Mets fans and we're trying to like put the curse on them, Jeez, but sir. doesn't doesn't happen that way. But I'm going. My best bet, this scares me a little bit. People are going to say, like, I put, oh, also, I put my my best bet yesterday was the the Orioles at my at plus one and a half. And yeah. I just got, I've been, got get, no hit. I've been getting shredded on TikTok for that because I put that on TikTok. Right. It was bad. I mean, I deserve it. You know what? When you meet somebody that goes 100% on these, let me know. I, please let me know. But today, I'm doing 
Marlins money line minus 126 against the Blue Jays. I said with the Tigers that it was a trap line. This is another one of those that I feel like is a trap line because I, again, I feel like casual better is going to see Blue Jays at plus money against the Marlins. They're going to disregard the pitching matchup. They're going to disregard the Marlins being at home and they're just going to say the Blue Jays are the better team and I get them at plus money. I'm taking them. So we're going the other way again here. Also, Sandy Alcantara has been smoking hot. He's better at home than he is on the road. Um, the Blue Jays lose the DH, so they're going to have to move some stuff around there. I don't know what they're going to do with the outfield or whatever. So they're going to lose. They're losing a bat. Stripling's basically an automatic out in that lineup. Um, and the ballpark plays big, which is a advantage to the Marlins. And again, this is a game where most of the money is going to be on the Blue Jays. I, again, and I don't think the Marlins really should be favored, but you know they are minus one twenty six. The books are telling you something here. I'm riding with them today. No, I like I like that too. We're sharing a brain on just about everything so far today, right? But you know, Sandy Alcantara obviously is better at home. He's a ground ball guy. It's a giant ballpark. I think that makes a lot of sense. And if you just don't give up home runs, which he's been pretty good at compared to the league average, right? You mm-hmm. should be okay. Yeah, and I and. The thing is too, like he he got lit, like not lit up, but he gave up some runs to the Blue Jays his last time out when they were playing in at the facility in Florida, which balls were just flying out of that place. Um, this is a totally different story. Balls don't exactly fly out of Miami. Like I don't know that park is enormous. I just think I I don't think I would look for the under in this one because I do feel like Ross Stripling is ready to get shelled and imploded i'm not saying it's going to happen today that's just something to stay away from but i i like the marlins and i also still think the marlins are a better team i still think the marlins are a better team than their record like they're 31 and 40 i think they're a better team than their record indicates they have that put there they're the only other team other than the mets in the nl east that has a positive run differential so i i mean they just yeah. they're not they're not that bad See, I, I feel like their record is what they are. Like they're a 31 and 40 team. They're a mid 70s win team. And I kind of felt like that's how they were going to finish last year as well. And then all of a sudden you play a 60 game season, they go, what, 29 and 31. And you're just like, how great are the Marlins? Credit Derek Jeter for building this team. And it's like, well, you know, there's always a, a bad team that can go 500 the first 60 games of the season. I think that was that team. Where's the offense to me? And, you know, right. this is not speaking about tonight. This is speaking about them as more than what they've been. There's there's no offense on this team. And you get to the trade deadline, they're 15 games under 500, 10, 15 games. They're going to start trading off some of these vets. They're, this offense isn't going to get better. It's going to get worse. That would not be good. I don't want them to trade people off because I have this over 72 and a half on the wins for the season. It's going to straddle that line pretty close. You know, these Vegas guys, they know everything. It's They do know everything. I think we'll get to 74 though. I'm, I'm positive. We'll go to, I think I only need 73 because it was 72 and a half. I thought that number was low for them, but if they, I mean, I don't even know who they're going to trade off and to who though. Like, I like, do they really have a ton of guys that these other contenders want? Not a ton. Not, Not a, a ton. ton. Maybe Aguilar, which I would be sad. I would. I actually want to see him win, but I love him on the Marlins. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? I think you are right about that. So that's something. If I get a cash out option, I'm going to take it. 
and I think he should, especially so. before the trade deadline. If they start selling off pieces, this is a this is an you know you know Starling Marte is a guy who they just got at the deadline last year, right? Like, could you see a scenario where they trade him to a contender? You know, the New York Yankees could use the, that exact kind of player we talked about. Uh, you know, the other Marte last week. Now it's this Starling Marte. So if you get that cash out option before the deadline, I would probably take it. Yeah, I mean, and like that you know that Cashman's going to get Starling Marte for like a bag of donuts. I just, I, again, I just I've said this a few times. He definitely just has like naked pictures of other GM's wives. And he's like, I will show these if you don't give me him for cash considerations later. I don't, I don't know the guys, the guy's a lunatic. So let's, uh, <laughs> that'll bring us into our daily dinger. We have gone cold on these. We hit like four days in a row at one point and we've gone cold, but who do you like tonight? Well, I'm not cold. I hit my last one. I had Tatis in course. The, That's true. The, you did. The you did. of the year, right? You and did. then you have him against a home run, you know, hitting ballpark, a home run hitting, you know, with pitcher. So uh, I'm again, going to the Yankees again, Gary Sanchez is on the hottest streak of the last two years. You know, he's red hot, which brought his average up to 237, believe it or not. So I'm going with Gary. I really think he's a, he's playing red hot. You can get him at plus 200. Brady, he's facing Brady Singer in this little band box of a stadium wow. at Yankee Stadium. And Singer's been pretty good at limiting home run balls, but he's been pretty bad at limiting base runners. And I feel like that's not a recipe that usually holds up. And I think he's going to give up a couple of gophers tonight. And I think Gary's going to be one of them. Yeah, the Yankees are probably going to win that game like 15-2. It's going to be bad. It's going to um, look good for that minus one and gonna, a half. It is going to look great for that minus one and a half. Um, also, Gary getting up to 237, that's probably like third best on the team with that. With those averages, it might be, but um, I'm going with so I'm going with Manny Machado tonight against Kershaw. The odds aren't listed yet because this game isn't even listed yet. I don't know why when we know who the starting pitchers are, maybe something's going on over there. Um, here's the thing, um, Clayton Kershaw, the the fathers seem as a whole to have really good numbers against him. Um, I mean, Machado is one of them. He's eight for 27. He's got three home runs off of him. Maybe he gets, maybe he gets them once tonight. I mean, he'll get two at bats. He's Machado seems to be getting hot last couple, last couple days. He's been, I've noticed he said he's hit a couple home runs. He's got some hits. So I think also Machado does need to carry this team a little bit because they are slightly fraudulent. They're going to need him and Tatis and Hosmer to really get going. I think tonight, I don't know what the odds are going to be on this. He's probably going to be in the plus three plus 300 range, but I do like Machado tonight given his, I mean, eight for 27 with three home runs when he hits the ball, when he gets a hits off him, he does damage. So I like that. And I actually would consider the Padres tonight first five given the numbers against Kershaw, but I'm not really there yet. I got to see what the lines look like. Who's pitching on the San Diego side for that first five? Mm, Snell. Snell. That's tough. That's you tough. go first five over. Hit or miss. You go first five over. Okay, I'm you sure get that you number. Probably, at, I mean, you get that ahead. number at four and a half. Snell could give up five in in two innings. Yeah, I like that better than picking the Padres' first five. That might All make right. more sense. You know, Blake Snell has been very bad, other than one start against the struggling Mets offense, right? So, I mean, I don't, I don't really see it right now. He's just he might be in his own head, and you know, you never win trades against the Tampa Bay Rays. You do not for sure. So now, like you just mentioned, the team I know they're in involved here. Give us your nerfy. 
So we lost our last Nerfy. Obviously, that was disappointing. Going back to the New York Mets, Braves at Mets, Morton and Stroman at minus 120. You know, we just talked about the Mets not hitting. Charlie Morton's been better in his last month. Stroman's been great all year. He's looking like an all-star caliber pitcher for the New York Mets. And, you know, you can make the case the Mets actually have three all-star starters with DeGrom and Walker and Stroman. I'm going with them. I think uh, no runs in the first inning tonight. Minus 125 is pretty good for that, too. So I think this was I see it on DraftKings at minus one twenty. Okay, so I got a FanDuel had it at minus one twenty five. So, okay, I mean that's good numbers. The, the, yeah. Either way, that's either way that's pretty good value. Uh, only thing that worries me is Acuna leads off, but sure. But Stroman's a ground ball pitcher, so and like you it. saw you know they played the doubleheader the other day, uh, yesterday, and literally it's like one nothing for you know first four or five oh innings. God. So there's no reason why I would think that doesn't continue. No, I agree. The Mets don't – the Mets, if there is a line over under on their game that is at like seven and a half, just take the under. under. Just take the under. It's, it's like a pitching un- team. It's a pitching it, franchise. It's always had, It always has been. It's unbelievable. And now before we get out of here, me and Steve talked about this prior. We're going to do a little cross-sport parlay tonight. Now, I understand that me and Steve know nothing about two sports that are involved here, which would be soccer and hockey. Um, but this cross sport parlay is plus 2003, and a little $10 will get you 200 here. So here's what we're doing, Steve. And, and Steve's in agreement with me, I think, on two of the four. So okay. we got. England, Czech Republic in the Euro Cup draw. Okay. We got White Sox minus one and a half. Your boy Giolito on the mound against the Pirates. We got, and I know nothing about basketball. So this is going to just, this is all the, you tell me if we're wrong. If we have to switch it, we will. Over 224 and a half Suns Clippers. I like that. And finally, hockey. Golden Knights on the money line. 10 bucks gets you 200. I mean, listen, let's have some fun. You can go let's, five, it'll get you 100 if you want to have like, it's, I feel like it's a pretty good deal. Let's have some fun, as you said. And, you know, I don't know a lick about hockey or soccer, but at the same time, you know, beginner's luck could is a thing. And there's no reason why we can't just win this thing. Right. I mean, and it's, a, it's only a four-legger. Listen, we hit our, listen, this is, this is a little higher odds, but on Friday, Friday was the debut of Parlay Friday, and we hit our underdog parlay at plus nine fifty. We're gonna do this. I this I like this. I like this a lot. I think we're gonna do it tonight. Especially, I have more confidence tonight in the in the Golden Knights being at home after watching Tampa come home for Game Five last night and beat the Islanders eight nothing. So I feel like home team Game Five. I could be so wrong. The 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 Canadians could come out and score like three in the first period. But again, five bucks gets you 100, 10 gets you 200. Why not? Let's do this thing. It's going to be so funny when the soccer hits, the hockey hits, the basketball hits, and then Giolito gives up six runs in the first two innings to the Pirates. Steve, don't put that juju out there, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to be we're gonna be okay. Once again, before we get out of here, tell the people where they could find you. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Inman, on Instagram at Real Steve Inman. I'm also on the game day hoops doing my daily prop bet of the day. I'm going to have one again today coming up for uh, these key game ones and game twos of the conference finals. 
And uh, I will continue to come on here every Tuesday to talk baseball with you, my friend. That sounds fantastic. Steve, thank you once again for joining me. Um, everybody, listen, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Do not forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, June 22nd. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.